Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Learn what our insiders know about your home teams. Sports 1280. New Orleans. All right. Welcome back into the Chris Gordy Show. Rocking on a Thursday as we get you set. For your Pelicans and Blazers, Game 3 of the series. Pels looking to take a 3-0 lead as the Smoothie King Center will be rocking tonight. Joining us now to talk a little bit about this game and much more is our buddy Daniel Salerson, studio host for the Pelicans. And, of course, you can hear him over on our sister station, 99.5 WRNO. Daniel, what's going on, man? Hey, how are you? Doing good, man. So, uh, I wanted to ask you about the – I know you were with the team over there in Portland, and I think we overlooked this so much in the NBA playoffs, but I wanted to get your thoughts on the the atmosphere over there at the Moda Center. I know it's one of the better home crowds in the NBA, and and those folks can get certainly get loud. What was it like being in the arena and seeing the atmosphere and everything over there? Because uh, uh, that place can get pretty darn loud, right? Yeah, it was super loud for games one and two. I think especially at the beginning, the, the Blazers do a great job with their open as far as there's a drape that comes down and the players are on in. They do a really good job of getting the team ready. And it, it was really ra- ra- loud Excuse me, at a lot of times, but I have to give credit to the Pelicans because the way they played, they really took the crowd out of it for most of it. It, it got kind of quiet there when the Pelicans had leads in both games. So, yes, the energy and the excitement, and it is as loud as the reputation says it is, uh, but I thought the Pelicans did a good job of actually keeping their composure and actually keeping the, the crowd a little quieter than I thought it was. Well, that's what I was getting at in that, I mean, the the, the way that they were able to stay, um, you know, stay in the moment and, and not let the moment get to them and, and under pressure. And, I mean, it, it was just unbelievable. And we talk about playoff experience. Obviously, Rondo's played in a, in a ton of games. But, you know, when it comes to AD, when it comes to Drew, I mean, they haven't had a whole lot of postseason experience so i just thought it was so tremendous to see those guys stay cool and, and collected under the uh under the pressure there but uh talk about the i mean obviously game one the way that played out was was crazy you get out to such a big lead and then it's kind of just hang on to it and, and portland made it closer at the end and then game two we kind of saw a little bit of the opposite where portland kind of took control there right before half but the Pels were just kind of hanging around, and every time the, the the Blazers went on a run, the Pels would would fight back and 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 come back. Is it crazy just the re- resiliency of this team so far? Uh, it's not surprising with the team, just because they've done a lot of this all year, especially in the second half of the season. They've played probably the most clutch time games in the NBA this season, and their winning percentage in those games is unbelievable. So this is a team that has been here before, and for some reason, whenever I see this team in the last five minutes. And the game's within five. I feel confident that they can pull it out. And that's where the leadership of Rajon Rondo, Anthony Davis, and Drew Holiday come in. They think that they're in every game and they have a chance to win every game no matter what the situation is. And they have been able to keep that composure. And that's when Rondo's playoff experience comes in. That's when Ian Clark's playoff experience comes in. Because uh, unlike in 2015 when the Pelicans got swept by the Warriors, uh, there's some playoff experience on this team. Guys that have been to the NBA Finals, guys that have won the championship before, 
And one, this team's also played better on the road than they have at home, which hopefully that changes here in games three and four. But this team has the us against the world mentality on the road, and it showed in games one and two. There was when the team brought in Rondo in the offseason and then, uh, you know, opted to, to give Drew the, the long term contract. Um, you know, some people kind of doubted and said, is this going to work having, you know, two point guards in the, in the backcourt? And it, it's been tremendous. Talk about what both those guys, I mean, the mentality of when Drew switches over to the off guard, off guard spot and he could still have that aggressive mentality to attack the rim as a, as a two guard, but then also the ability to pass out and, and, and act like a point guard at times. It's been a, an interesting dynamic between the two. It really is, and you brought up the point about Holiday being aggressive, and that's exactly what he has been doing at the two-guard position because Rondo is so savvy and so smart and knows guys' tendencies on the other side who are guarding Rondo and Holiday. He's able to kind of help Drew as far as where to go on the court, when to attack the paint, when to maybe cut down the baseline or cut down the middle, and Drew's been so much more aggressive where Rondo's been able to land land them easy passes, and Drew's been able to score in the paint. I think it's just helped Drew feel more comfortable knowing that he doesn't have to be the one that creates, but he certainly can if he wants to. But a lot of his buckets from Rondo have come basically from passes cutting down the lane. But then also, you know, Drew's capable of shooting a three, and he also is capable of bringing up the ball. So now the Gentry's fast-paced offense where he doesn't care who takes up the ball. Um, as long as you're running up and down the floor, you can still see Drew Holiday run the point at some time and able to execute it well. But the, the effect of having Rondo just spaces the floor for everyone He's such a, a he's another coach on the floor for New Orleans, and it, it's shown in these last couple of games how comfortable Drew and Rondo are playing together, and it's brought out the best in Drew for sure. Let's talk about the uh, the crowd tonight. I mean, obviously it's a sellout game. I know it was just announced yesterday uh, for tonight's game and Saturday's game. They are sellouts. Uh, I'm sure you can probably find a ticket on the secondary market if you want to get in there. But let's talk about the, I mean, it's it's a little bit later tip time, so folks will have plenty of time to, to park and get in there and all. And uh, what, they're going to have the red shirts on all the seats for everybody to put on, right? Yeah, red shirts for everyone. I would suggest getting here early. I would like for the place to be loud well before the game. That was the thing with the Portland Trailblazers is that crowd is already in there 30 to 45 minutes before the game and ready to go. They had a cool tradition where the game ball gets passed from the very top of the arena all the way down. And as soon as that happened, you saw that crowd get bumping even before the starting lineups were announced for both teams. So it's it's going to be a fun atmosphere. I want it to be as loud as Portland. I think the city is capable of producing that just because these fans have been so great throughout the years and with a sellout in the red jerseys you just hope that everyone can get in early and get loud and and, and this team deserves all the fan support the way they've been playing the end of the season now up 2-0 on the road when no one gave them a shot at even winning this series um it, it should be an exciting game site and I, I hope all the fans are loud and ready to go yeah it's so funny all the talk we heard about uh oh nobody wants to play utah right now nobody wants to play this team right now and i'm looking and going the pels finished the season on a five-game win streak here they are up 2-0 in the series, so they're on a seven-game win streak, and nobody was saying, well, nobody wants to play New Orleans right now. Like, that wasn't even a discussion. But right now, if, if they had to redo it, I bet a lot of people would be saying, well, look, we don't want to play that Pelicans team right now. Uh, it's just interesting how things change. We're talking with uh, Daniel Salerson here, uh, covers the New Orleans Pelicans, obviously part of the uh, radio network and um, over on our sister station, WRNO 99.5. Uh, Daniel, I want to ask you about this um, because we, we had Chris Broussard on the show yesterday, and he mentioned it too. I think it's important. I mean, the players are going to come out with the mentality of, 
as if it's a, not a zero zero series. But from a fan perspective, we start to look at it and we go, oh my God, they slayed the Dragon. They went in there and won not one, but two games of Portland. They're up 2 0 in the series. They got this. It's, it's a dangerous mentality to have, right? Because suddenly you could come in tonight, um, Portland shoots lights out, and they steal one in your house, and suddenly it's back to a series again. How important is it for everybody to take that mentality of, hey, look, forget what you did in Portland. you got to win tonight. Tonight's the most important thing because this thing could become a series again if Portland comes in and steals one or two in your house. You're absolutely right. It's a very dangerous mentality to have just because you won the first two games. And the good news is you're hearing from head coach Alan Gentry, Rondo Davis, saying we're not done yet. There's still plenty of basketball left. And uh, Terry Stott said it for the boys. He's like, look, they came into Portland and sold game one and two, which means we can easily come into New Orleans and steal game three and four. Again, the Pelicans have had a little bit of trouble at home this season. They're a lot better road team. I feel like there'll be a different atmosphere tonight, though at the Smoothie King Center. But this this series is far from over. And like you said, one game could switch things around. If you're up three, if you split this home and home, you go up 3-1, then you go back to Portland. What if you lose game five, then all of a sudden it could go to game six or seven. So I know everyone is enjoying the Pelicans being up 2-0, and they deservedly should, uh, should, excuse me. But you have to keep in mind that this Blazers team, there's a reason why they won 49 games, and they've also won in this building already this season. So, I think it's important for the Pelicans to come out and punch the Blazers in the mouth early and set the tone early and get this game three. Because once they're up 3-0, I think the Blazers are it's really tough to recover as not a lot of teams have come back from 3-0. So you're right. The mentality shouldn't be that this series is over. It should be take six one at a time. And hopefully you're done by Saturday night. Yeah, certainly, uh, and it should be a home, a rocket home crowd tonight. I thought the Blazers getting Mo Harkless back was big for them because he is probably, I, I would argue, their best bench player. But for uh, New Orleans, what, how, what have you made of the uh, rotation off the bench? We've seen Czech Diallo play some minutes. We've seen Solomon Hill play some minutes. Uh, obviously, Ian Clark is, uh, you know, is, is a nice piece off the bench. Darius Miller. What have you made of uh, the rotation and the and the bench so far? Yeah, well, Alvin's really shortened his rotation since the beginning of or at the end of the regular season. He started doing that against the Warriors and the Clippers, where he's really going to an eight to nine man rotation. And you're seeing that in these first two games. Check the all is getting a few minutes, but the Alvin's relied heavily on his starters, most of them playing 35 to 40 minutes tonight. And that's what you're going to get in the playoffs because you want your best players in at the most important time. Um, you've had Ian Clark, he had a big game in game one, having 10 points. But in both those games, he's come up with a clutch three in huge situations in both uh, in both games. Uh, Darius Miller didn't play his best in game one, but came up with a big three in game two. So the rotations are there. I like the way Alvin Gentry is settling his rotations, but I also think that a lot of it is just the starters have been producing so much between Holiday, Miritich, Davis, and Rondo that the bench hasn't really been as big of a presence, but they've made enough plays to, to um, make a difference in the series. He is Daniel Salerson, of course, radio broadcast manager, studio host for the Pelicans. You can hear him tonight over on our sister station, WRNO 99.5. Uh, what do you have planned for uh, the pregame tonight? Pregame is just going to be normal. We have, we'll have we feature uh, Drew Holiday, who's had an unbelievable, unbelievable games one and two. We'll get you ready for uh, the Blazers and the Pelicans as far as sound. You'll hear from head coach Alvin Gentry. And then, of course, postgame, we'll have a, an hour postgame show. Jim, I can offer from Pelicans.com. We'll come on and recap the game. We'll take you, Carl. But it should be fun. We'll be outside in the uh, – we'll be in the, up in Section 101 for free game. 
kind of interact with the fans a little bit. So if you are here early, stop by and say hi. But it should be a fun atmosphere tonight. I'm really excited to get things going. I hate that it's still about 10 hours away, but I'm, I'm pumped and ready to go right now. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can hear it over our sister station, WRNO 99.5. He is Daniel Salerson. Daniel, thanks for the time, man. We really appreciate it. Chris, always a pleasure anytime. All right, bud. Thanks a lot. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back more on the Chris Gordy Show on a Thursday right after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.